Welcome to the 24 Report. This is Will and Derek. Shout out, Kobe. Shout out, Kobe. Uh, again, 24 Report. We're here to give you our Laker takes uh, based on a question of the day uh, in 24 minutes or less. And uh, I think we have a pretty fun episode planned for today. You know, just taking a quick look back at last night. Obviously, the Lakers pick up a big win against Orlando. Yep. Be described as a huge win, but. You know, listen, these next three matchups are key and pivotal to win. Orlando, uh, Washington, and then I believe, I don't want to say Sacramento, it's somebody else. But three winnable matchups. Um, but uh, it was a little bit sloppy last night for anybody else who watched that game. It, it got a little kind of gross out there. But, uh, you know, the, all that matters is they pulled out the win. It was uh, it, it, it was. Still fun to see AD get better, uh, more and more comfortable and more integrated into the team's flow. Uh, again, off of a minutes restriction last night. Still kind of careful with him, but really gave him free reign to run out there and play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're just seeing the offense start to kind of come together and see how they're going to play with each other. Oh, yeah. To go off that, I know I think it was last episode uh, we spoke about – players that we feel will have a, you know, bigger impact yep. back on the court. And I think both our guys showed both, both our predictions. We saw a little glimpse of that yesterday. Talk into it. Talk into it, man. Hey, I, I think Schroeder had 21 and 10. Schroeder and Trez had 18 and 7 or something like that. I just goes to show that they're able to fit their natural positions with someone like AD being on the court just because of his versatility, everything that the respect and that he commands, uh, you know, he commands a double team and just Every the time, openings bro, on the court. Double teamed them all night last night. Exactly. So, you know, guys like Schroeder are able to thrive by slashing to the rim, pick and roll, you know, fast breaks. And then guys like Trez, he has some of that limelight, that attention taken away from him. And now he's able to slip into the role of I'm just going to be an energy energy score, score, produce, come off the bench and just do my job, do the dirty work. So, you know, Mo I Bamba think. looked like a child against Trez last night. Exactly. And Mo Bamba's got like five inches on Trez. Oh, Trez <laughs> just outplayed him. But then also what you're saying, yeah, the misdirect of, of having AD on the court as well was super helpful for him. Yep. Even when AD was off the court, Trez was still just fucking. Just yeah, because that. Handling. Yep. Now he's in a groove. He's got his groove. Yeah, back, yeah so once yep. he gets his energy going. Yep. And you're right. My guys as well. I would say uh, Kuz was real good out there shooting from three, like I said. Mm-hmm. He's going to get more opportunities now, and he's going to get more. I think he went three for four to start the game, and I don't remember what he finished at. But, again, that, that alone just shows, like, he went three for four from three is what I'm saying, too. So, like, he just got in the groove early, and we saw what he's capable of when he's, when he's allowed to just go out there and, and just be comfortable and not be the guy. Um, exactly. And same thing with THT. Oh, my God, there was one play where THT split two defenders. Yeah. Literally just walked through two defenders uh, and did that reverse lane he always does, and it just looked so nice. And again, shout out THT. That's your man, THT. But I, you just see him getting more comfortable out there too. So yeah, I think we were. It, it's funny. I think we could have. You really could have said anybody on the court, but I think we picked some of the most pivotal guys that are actually taking the getting the biggest impact uh, from AD being back. But I think he's. You're seeing it across the court, like you said, just. That double team demand opens up the floor for everybody. Yeah, Macklemore came out hot with three. Early yeah, he did. Yes, yeah. Shout out to Macklemore. We need more of that. Uh, that's what I'm saying. And so when you can get that three, that, that was crazy because there was a couple of those just three swing rotations uh, to either him or to KCP in the corner and just easy buckets, bro. 
That's easy all they buckets. need. And this is all again, guys. This is without LeBron on the court still. Oh yeah. Uh I was, I, I think we all saw that Instagram post. So you know, you see he's almost ready. Just need to see some lateral movement. I think someone called that out, which is a good point. But yeah, yeah nah, the way they're talking, the way Schroeder was talking, post mm-hmm. Schroeder. There you could tell LeBron is very close. And it's good because we need him for at least I would say at least a week of games, a yeah. week to two weeks of games to kind of get for them to get the flow together. And this is one more thing I wanted to call out because listen, I don't get dramatic in the moment of games anymore now, especially with the Lakers. I think I was more of this way back in the day watching the Lakers when I even though I knew they had no chance to win, like like game by game would kill me watching them struggle. <laughs> when I see them struggle now and you like, don't worry I, I you take don't this, really worry, right? No, I don't worry, and I'll tell you why. And like I don't think a lot of people talk about this or catch this is the way the Lakers are playing right now is intentional. The last game before Orlando, who did we play before Orlando? Um, uh, I'm struggling to pull that out. I'm not just, I'm not regardless, sure. you want to check real quick. But regardless, you know, Trez, Trez was benched the entire game. Trez didn't play a minute. Oh, yeah. We, would, we went with that super big three-center well, lineup. The point is, and this is something that, I think Frank and Vogel. To cut you off really quick, we played the Mavericks. We lost Mavericks, the Mavericks. Yes, exactly. Close game, but mm-hmm. Mavericks kind of took took hold of that one. Um, and I I didn't really care that we lost that game either because again we were playing with AD on a minutes restriction. He's just trying to figure out how he's going to play in right now. He is Vogel is super intentional with what he's doing. The regular season does not matter to the Lakers, right? Like the Lakers are not going to be a playing team. Everyone can throw that out. I, I could have told you I told you guys that weeks ago. I told you that a couple weeks, like a week or two ago in our last podcast. He, we will not be a play-in team. What the Lakers are doing, though, is the Lakers use the regular season almost as practices. The Lakers yeah. have had, I think, maybe – no, they've had 14 practices this entire year. And they've really positioned those for when certain players come back or new players are get integrated. They, they run, run them just to get them used to the offense and the flow. In games are literally the Lakers' practices right now, and that's how Vogel uses them. He's running different guys and different different, different lineups, uh, different lineups out there, right? That's why you saw Chris sit an entire game because he's like, you know what, I got to keep Gasol fresh, but I also want to see how Gasol can play with, mm-hmm. you know, let's see with Kuz on the court and how they play together and yeah. mix and, that up, like you know, and with Schroeder, like you see a lot of good plays between him and Schroeder, so. Everything that's happening right now is super, super intentional for Vogel. It's he knows what he's doing. He's just gonna. This just makes him stronger. It's almost like Thanos just watching him collect each stone, right? It's just like it's a preparation for the playoffs, and yeah. I love watching it. Yeah, it's strategic. Most people don't see. It's strategic. Uh, just trying to build chemistry with different lineups. See what lineups work. See what lineups don't work. And you know, it's just so that, like you said, come come playoff time, you have like a set plan you have your set eight to you know eight to nine ten guys that you want to utilize for the playoffs because I think you know playoff time you have to shorten the rotation you can't expand the rotation a hundred percent and this is also just a feel for like who's gonna fit in certain places exactly you know he's playing this like there's some lamps that like kind of seem like they're missing a player on the court sometimes right Mm -hmm. and like that's an intentionality I think to like preparing for like knowing LeBron would be in that that role or in that position yeah. right like he's seeing what these four guys maybe play together with and I'll plug this other person in for now like this is all intentional and he has to do this and you know you look at teams like the Clippers who are in first right now 
who do kind of rest Kawhi and Paul George at places, but for the most part, run their team like the way they run their team and the run the, the way they'll run it in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, that's why they were where they're at. You know, the Suns, who like we said weeks ago, and now it's just getting mainstream conversation. The Suns are the teams to watch out for. Like this is one team I'm afraid of in the West. It's the Suns and the Clippers. But for me, it's even over the Clippers. It's the Suns. And now more people are coming. Oh, they did against uh, Brooklyn, obviously. And then we saw them do against the Knicks last night. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I've done this all day. But I think we're going to go on from that at the start of this podcast. All right. Yes, sir. I mean, I think we're in a great place. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I think it's time for the question of the day. It's on you, man. This is your question of the day. Today. It's me? All right. Question of the day for all the viewers out there. Oh, I also want to say shout out Josh, Thrash Money Millionaire, I think is his IG handle. Let me just double check to make sure that's correct. Thrash Money Millionaire, great tattoo artist. He's in Undead Ink and Oceanside. Also a loyal follower of the podcast. Just want shout to give out. him a little shout out. Shout out. Um, but yeah, the question of the day is favorite Laker that is a non all star. Let's start it off with that one. I got two questions. So this is the first question. First question of the day. Favorite Laker that is a non all star. Uh, it's up to you. I could go first. You could go first. Balls in your court. It's up to you. What do you want to do? I'll, I'll get started on this one and you right. can take the next one and we'll just feel it out, whatever. But right. I was excited when you asked this question because. My number one pick came to mind in a second. And okay. like, it's funny because I've actually been trying to find this person's jersey right now uh, because I want it so bad just so I can rock it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to tell you who that is first right away. I'll list off, you know, okay. about, I'll say like the four other guys <laughs> that I considered for this position uh, that I didn't go with. So the First, I would say, is Trevor Ariza. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, okay. All right. so maybe Trevor Ariza is your guy. I might have already stolen that. He's not, that I'm, he, he's not he's, my guy. He's not he, my guy, but he's one of my guys. He's one of my guys. He'd be in my top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, what a fun guy to watch in those championship years. Yep. Uh, big time. Big, big part, time. Big reason why we it, it wasn't just his shooting, his defense. Defense. His slashing. He, he uh, Trevor, shout out Trevor Ariza for real, right? For real, like, for real. Oh my god! So Trevor Ariza is definitely on my list. My next guy. This is a little bit underrated. This is not like I don't think the best guy that's an all star, but a guy I just enjoyed when he was on the Lakers, and I enjoyed it because it was through some years where we were not good. Okay. Um. So this is gonna be a really unexpected name, but I would say Steve Blake. That might really? throw some people up. Hmm. I'm not saying he's. One of the better Lakers that was. I'm not. Yeah, I know you're not saying that. I'm just. I just want to. I'm curious to why him. I just enjoyed the way he played for us. Okay, just in a time where like where we didn't have really consistent players through those years, and we weren't making the playoffs, obviously, uh, in any regular time, and 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 real Laker fans like we're still obviously watching this these errors with Robert Sacre and all that. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I like answering this question. I went back to some of the old, other rosters. That I just couldn't think of it. I was like, <laughs> oh God. You know, like Mark Kamen and just seeing some of the people that were on our team at a certain point And it, like, it makes you sick. Yeah. Um, but no, I just enjoyed him. That was really it. And that's why I put him on my list. Okay. And then the last person I'll say, I'm going to go another guard here. 
uh, is Jordan Farmar. Oh, uh, I, I don't know if that, I don't know if that one came to mind for you. He was he was number two. He was number, he was two, number two or three. Two. Uh, number man, two I already know we might have number one together right now. Oh, oh you still didn't but give me your number one? Oh I didn't even God. give you my number one yet. No, 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 no. <laughs> God no. Jordan Farmer's just in my top four. Oh right? my so, God. Okay. <laughs> really enjoy this. I imagine we have the exact same list. This is <laughs> um so my number one, I fucking love this guy. Right. Um I can't say too much of without. I'm just gonna give it away who it is. Oh, you got uh, to. But the man was electric, uh, just electric to watch play, and I don't think he gets enough credit that for... we watched play in our lifetime. In our lifetime. Oh my god, I, I might think, know who. I don't think he gets enough credit for what I felt like the electricity he could bring to a game with I'm, one play. I have a, and I think you know who this is. Just say it. This is my man Shannon Brown, bro. Oh, oh caught me off guard. I thought you were going to say who I thought you were going to say. Yeah. And I thought it, about it Shannon your, Brown heavy. And, so I don't know. Your man might be different than that. but Okay. Shannon Brown is my number one guy. I like Shannon Brown with the I'm Lakers. I'm literally looking for his jersey that, now because like he made me – Obviously, outside of what I would say, like, with Shaq and Kobe that got me into basketball at a young age, Shannon mm-hmm. Brown was, like, what just kept me wrong to watching the game of basketball. Because he was just, like, he had some of the most electric dunks that dunks. can get disregarded. And, like, the hops he had were... Oh, just, yeah. He could jump out the gym, literally. He jump out the gym. <laughs> and it was just so much fun to watch him play basketball. Um so, yeah, I didn't know. I thought you might have him on your list. But I'm glad I could use a little bit of okay. a loop there. And at least that gives your your surprise pick still on the table. But All right. Shout out Shannon Brown. Shout Shannon out Shannon Brown. 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 Jersey still. I have Dwight Howard's jersey, but I'm like, it's not the same, obviously. That's not so. the number 12. I, I, need the, I need the Shannon Brown number 12. Yeah, yeah. That's the it, white, white, purple, or yes. gold. Which yes. one? Uh, for Shannon Brown, I don't have a white jersey yet. So, I th- I'd probably go white. I was feeling but, white for him. I feel like the white fits him. Really yeah, well. I think it does too. I feel like I've seen a lot of his. High, I think that block was where they wearing yellow or white when he had that goaltend. I know what you're talking. I think I know what you're talking about. And it was like it was like at the top of the board. Yeah, right? and then you just they zoom in on Kobe and you just see his. face. I like, want to <laughs> say he wasn't wearing white then, but I, I don't think know it was wearing yellow. But it was I, yellow. I think I associate him with the white jersey for some reason. 100%. Same. No, same. <laughs> um, for me. All right, we already All have right. Jordan Farmer ticked off. Got it. Trevor Ariza, I just want to – I, let me. my reason for Jordan Farmer is kind of – I think he just, like, how you like Steve Blake, I feel like he just enjoyed his time on the Lakers and he really utilized his opportunity on the Lakers. I, th- I feel like with him, he was always trying to get give his best effort. So, you know, I respect and commend him for that. Trevor Ariza, salute. Without him – there are no Laker championships back then. Nope. Literally, he was such a I, – I don't know. The Lil Wayne's Kobe Bryant song, he literally gave Trevor Ariza a shout-out. So, you know. You know, real recognize real. Shout-out Trevor Ariza. All right. So, now we're getting into – I'll give you I one more. I feel like more. I think I know who yours is going to be. I'll give what? you one more before I get right into it. Okay. So, my third – who? My third. I can't. I think I lost it. I had it. Uh, I was gonna go with. I'm not. I can't remember. But I'll just. I guess oh, I'll good. just get right go into right, my go guy. Right into your guy. I feel like I know I'm your kinda, guy. I'm kind of. I'm kind of surprised you didn't say this guy. 
I I'm I think I know who you're gonna say, but let me uh, let me hint that a little bit. He should have been an all star, but he never was. Yeah. I, I, did I give it away? Probably, but keep going. Keep, Lamar. Yeah. Odom. I think, like you said with Shannon Brown, he was electric. I think Lamar Odom was ahead of his time. Yep. He was the he was one of the original. Well, I'm not gonna say original, but but for my generation. One of the original point forwards, legit six ten, point not point guard ish, uh, big man. He could shoot a little bit. Uh, he could score. Obviously, he could play make a little bit. But I think his time where he should have been an all star is he was such a big part of us winning a championship, us having winning records, and I think and just his relationship, just hearing stories of about how Kobe would reach out to him during his dark times. So, you know, just hearing those resurface, just, you know, that relationship. I don't know. It, I just I just like it a lot. And I think Lamar Odom, he's also a New York legend, so I got to give him that. But Lamar Odom, definitely. Shout out Elo. Hope you're doing great. I'm, I've seen him once. I've met him once at uh, Ozone Park at a game. But shout out Lamar Odom. That's, that's my pick. I just I love that pick. It's a great, great, great call. And even to me, it's still surprising that he didn't ever make an all-star team. Uh, uh, what was that? Kind of low. It still surprises me that he never made an all-star game. But I, uh, I was gonna say I just watched him on. Can you hear me fine now? Or yeah, yeah, I hear you. I watched him on. Uh, he was on All the Smoke with uh, Matt Barnes. Uh, yeah. And just a good, just a good guy to listen to, man. He's gone through a lot of challenges. And I mean, like the biggest thing he talked about was like, well, think about it too. Like he put, he he went through, he started his career playing out for the Clippers. Yeah, and like he played for some. He he talked about the experience of being a Clipper in a Lakers town, bro. Like mm-hmm. the clubs and like Clippers couldn't even get into the clubs, bro. Like they wouldn't let him in. They'd be like, nah, like nah, you can't come in. But Lamar Odom was obviously in with, in with the oh. right people, so he can go in wherever he wanted. And then obviously. You know, when he got uh, married to the Kardashian, Chloe, his, like, the limelight on that man was just, like, absolutely insane. My one favorite fact before we move on from Lamar Odom, because we're definitely going to spend a lot of time on this one, is I forget where I saw it or what I was watching on, but he used to be the Candyman, bro. Do you ever remember that? Like, that was a nickname from him in the locker room. And, like, I forget where I saw a piece of it on. But the man literally had candy everywhere he went. Like he had a personal person to buy him candy, and like he had a pantry in his in his house that was just candy. I don't know why that sticks with me or resonates with me. But as a kid, that was always like, oh, I want to be Lamar Odom. And then you grow up and you're like, fuck, how does he eat that much sugar, bro? And play basketball. <laughs> no, I kind of I, I kind of know. I I do the same thing. That's wild, but <laughs> my bad. I could spend time on this one forever. Do you want to uh, bridge to the next part of your question? Oh uh, yeah, next question was your least favorite Laker of all time, and just just give a brief description of why. Just okay. I just I I think it, I think it's it's a good time to just let it all out. Just laugh about all yeah, the pain no. we went through. No hate here. We won't spend too much on this one anyway. I think we're having. I think we're down yeah. to like. We're coming up on like six minutes. It's crazy how fast this, this podcast runs uh, when we get into it, or four minutes actually. But whatever, I'll say these really fast. I'll say first, first two immediate ones that came to mind: uh, Marcelo Huertas. I don't know why I should even. Wow. I ever annoyed by this man, but like, it just kind of bothered me a lot of times playing. Like, 
I don't know. Literally, I'm not going to spend a lot of time with him. The bigger one, Ryan Kelly from Duke. Oh, what a waste. he was a waste. What a, I remember that line. Oh, my God, man. What a waste of a – and the man made money. In the, I don't know if he made a lot of money, but he definitely didn't. That wasn't his last stint, and it probably should. As, you know, Shaq says, he probably should have been in Shanghai, Shanghai China, playing basketball at a certain point. Uh, but I'll say my my number one least favorite Laker uh, is Jordan Hill. <laughs> I just have so many emotions to that era of basketball and that time period we're in where it was just like you had Kobe who was just like I just want to demolish everybody and like I just it just bothered me and like if you watch the Genie Buzz podcast on all the smokes you were saying I watched way too much of all the smoke but like shout out to them it's a great podcast too uh and listening to Genie talk for two like an hour and a half like for Kobe to have to be suckered with these people because you know, Mitch Kupchak and 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 Jim Buss uh, at the time were just ass. Um, not Jim Buss. Why am I? That's not the. Is that the son? No, that's the. How am I mixing this up? Whatever. Regardless, the team at that time when Jordan Hill was on the team, it was all jokes and it was all like things were funny and like I just remember how mad Kobe would get about it and it bothered me. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan Hill. Yeah, bro. Um, uh, I wow. you, you just opened some like some wounds. wounds. Those are some deep <laughs> wounds, bro. Deep. I wounds. Got... All right. I could. Uh, I could oh yeah, it was Jim Buss. I'm correcting myself. I was right. Jim Buss is the son. I wonder why I second guess myself on that. I hate. I don't hate that guy, but like, I'm so glad he gave a three year cap on his tenure, and mm-hmm. then Genie Buss took that over. But Shout out Genie Buss. Shout out Genie Buss. Um. Okay, I I got Smush Parker. Okay. Um, I I thought he was all right growing up, but when I revisit Laker games, I see why Kobe disliked him so much. Yeah. He just he just did a lot of stupid, you know, idiotic things. Um, but my the person that I was just like one of the people on the roster that I just was like, why is he on the roster? DJ Benga. I don't know if you remember him. The the power. I think he played power forward or center for the Lakers back in like 2008, around then. But he was absolutely horrible. Oh absolutely my god, this man did horrible. something to you because I barely remember this dude. Exactly, this, this man. Like? The few times I've watched him play, I'm just like, why? We have ben, uh DJ Bengo. We got we had the brief stint with Chris Kamen. We got Chris Mim. I could keep going. We have Kwame. I think it's just the bigs. I have a problem with our bigs. All right, wait. We're running, we're running out of time now, but I do want to throw one last question out there, and you can just throw out a couple names you have, and I'll, and I'll drop mine. All right. What were maybe some names of some Lakers that you thought were going – maybe they were specifically probably younger in talent, or maybe not, whatever, just new to the Lakers. I'd probably say younger, though, that you thought were like, oh, these guys are going to be something with the Lakers. And they just turned out to be nothing, or they got traded pretty quickly. Oh, no oh, trades included. And um, I, I can start if you want, if you need time to think about it. But I have a couple already. Oh uh, yeah, if you want to go. Um. All right. So I'm just gonna rattle some off, and then like I'll explain a little bit, just since we don't have much time. Uh, Xavier Henry. Okay, I I think the same with him. Uh, Kendall Marshall. Uh. Okay. I don't know why. I just had some type of expectation. 
Uh, David Nawaba, who I think has had a, has had some solid opportunities. He played for Houston for mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, I really liked him as a guard. I thought he was going to be something for us. Um, and last, I'll say Avika Zubac, who like I actually didn't know um, really he traded. He got, got traded. traded. I, I think was he was going like, to be all right for us. Yeah, I was I like when I look back on it, I'm like it is what it is. Like. Mm-hmm. We, I think everything that happened had to happen for not just for a reason, but like we couldn't have kept a lot of these salary caps, uh, salaries, uh, anyway. With ended up making the trade for AD and obviously having LeBron, so most of these guys wouldn't have been on the roster. The ones that I'm talking about that are more recent. Um, I'll say the last one actually. I don't know why this yo this dude. I can't get this dude out of my head. Like this, some no homo pause. I can't get this guy out of my head. But Andrew uh, Godlock, do you remember him? Uh, Andrew Garlock, the projected three-point specialist that was Bro, in the specialist. I was, I was locked in. I was like, yo, this is it. He's, he's, this, guy's, this guy's it. This is the guy. <laughs> Bro, what some guys had us thinking through those years as Laker fans that were like, oh, this is going to be the thing that this is this is our playoff chances now. We're going to turn. Every year there was one of those guys that you had you leaned into that you were like, all right, yeah, Kendall Marshall, he could he could help us turn the turn the boat a little bit. Like, oh, man, what we had to buy to. Oh my god, we went through it, bro. We were really, really went through it. <laughs> you have any names you want to throw out before we uh we wrap? Um, Zubak was a good one. Um, I could say, well, I'm not. I want to say Lonzo, but I think he's doing good. I like what he's doing. Uh, you know, he really impacts the game differently. You but I thought it's a fair answer. Someone you thought that you know would have stayed with the Lakers and been good long to long, uh, long yeah L- Lonzo definitely comes to mind Tyler Ennis is a mm, I feel that one I don't know I think just like the way he went out the his stint at Q's and then just the transition to the NBA I just thought he was gonna you know figure everything out yeah uh Tyler Ennis and I'm trying to think of a good last one that mm-hmm. wasn't so recent you have no bigs that you like, bro. You just hated all the bigs on the Lakers. Uh, I just like I just like Pal. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> if it's not Pal or yeah, you know, I don't really Pal AD. You know, like I think we have to go through some time. Of you suffering. weren't a big. You weren't a big Kwame Brown guy. Uh, you you already saw the Stephen A. rant. That's why I didn't even <laughs> want to bring him up. <laughs> it wouldn't even be fair. But... Not not a big Andrew Bynum guy though. <sighs> Hit or miss. I, I thought Bynum had potential. I thought he was just immature. Yeah. I, Man, I, remember, remember his hairstyle that he went through after he like got traded to the Sixers? Yeah. Bro. To the Sixers. He wasn't in shape. If you've never a seen that, just look up some of that man's hairstyles, bro. He just did some of the weirdest stuff. I couldn't wrap my head around it at yeah, all. At all. But I think I can't really think of anyone off the top of my head. If I do, I'll definitely bring it up next episode. So. So. Well, man, this was this was a fun one. I I enjoyed this one. I needed this little bit of a relief before I uh, I go to bed tonight. Um, anything else you want to throw out before we wrap up? Obviously, we're taking on the Red Hot Wizards tomorrow. Um, uh, should be a should be a fun game to watch. Yeah, um, with the Wizards, um, like you were saying, if we if we do end up losing that game, I'm not worried. The Wizards aren't gonna do anything if they do make the playoffs. Um, I want to see them make it. Let me get that right, though. I, like, I do want to see. I would make love it. to watch Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook in a playing game. Who would not want to watch that? I would. And then who would not want to watch them be an eight seed and go play against Brooklyn? Like, listen, what would oh, like happen? That... But would I not enjoy watching that at least? Yeah, I would enjoy that a little bit. I would too, but I don't. I wouldn't. You know, take. Know. A, you know, no. 
I there's no that. deep message in that loss. If no. you're, if, 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 no. you're, if someone, don't sweat it. Yeah, don't sweat that loss. But and then, I mean, uh, our next game I think is against. Um, I want to say it's. I'm trying to remember who we play next. After Washington, we take on. Yeah, I was right. It's Sacramento. So next two games, we should be all right. We'll obviously talk either. Uh, probably around the Sacramento game or, or in between Sacramento and Washington, um, if not after Sacramento. Um, so expect, I would say, at least one of one in that. Uh, if not, I, I think they should be able to get two wins uh, personally. So, you know, uh, any, any parting thoughts before we, uh, we close out? Shout out, Kobe. Shout out, Kobe, bro. Shout out, Kobe. <laughs> shout out Shannon Brown today. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm finding Shannon that number 12 jersey in white, bro. I'm trying to rock that this summer. All right. Pearls and Shout everything, bro. Brown. You're going to see me at Brooklyn Bridge Park Duncan in the Shannon Brown jersey. I That's like it. That's As you should. Cool. All right, man. Always good. Always good chatting. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll be back soon. All right. See you guys soon. Take care. Good night.